This is an All Ears English podcast, episode 1402, How to Use Famous Political Quotes to Make Jokes in English. Welcome to the All Ears English podcast, downloaded more than 150 million times. Are you feeling stuck with your English? We'll show you how to become fearless and fluent by focusing on connection, not perfection. With your American host, Lindsay McMahon, the English adventurer, and Michelle Kaplan, the New York radio girl, coming to you from Colorado and New York City, USA. I can see Russia from my house, and it's the economy, stupid. Where do these quotes come from, and why do they matter for connection with native speakers in English? Find out today. Before we start, a quick message from our sponsor, Indeed. Are you hiring this quarter? In our experience, it can be a grueling process if you don't have efficient tools. But finding the right candidate who adds value to your business is so incredibly important. So why not ditch the busy work? Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with great candidates faster. Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash AEE. Just go to Indeed.com slash AEE right now. Support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. I-N-D-E-E-D dot com slash AEE. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey, Lindsay, how's it going? Hey, Michelle, it's going great. How are you? I'm excited to be on the mic here. I am too. I am too. And we have a really fun, funny topic for today. Um, Lindsay, do you follow, you know, politics a lot? Or, and also, how, I mean, how's your presidential history knowledge? <laughs> well, I'd say when it comes to my current, like, uh, everyday conversation, presidential history knowledge, it's good. You know, the things yeah. people mention all the time about politics, it's good. But, you know, I would like to get more into studying the history of the presidency and all the presidents and what they were like and all that good stuff, for sure. What about you, Michelle? Yeah, I'm kind of the same way. I would say, yeah, every everyday conversations I can have. But like, I I mean, I would say that um, like my brother, he knows a whole lot about the presidents and like mm. and, and just a, a lot about that kind of stuff. But I wouldn't say that I'm a buff on that or anything. <laughs> You're not a buff. What's a buff? That's a good bonus word for it's our like listeners an today. Expert. Yeah. <laughs> and also someone who's really into something. Right, 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 right. Exactly. It's not it's not I can't just like rattle off trivia facts and things like that. Yeah, for sure. For sure. I love that. So is that what we're getting into today? I mean, this is a great time to talk about politics because the election season coming is up. coming up in November. Oh, my gosh. It's I'm going to be nervous. stressful. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> um, yeah. So today we're going to talk about, I mean, one of the one of the things is with politics, sometimes you just have to laugh. I mean, mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. I mean, you just can't. 
I mean, it's hard not to take it too seriously sometimes, but sometimes you just have to see the humor in some of it. And mm-hmm. so there have been politicians, presidents, other politicians who have said, you know, some pretty funny quotes, whether they were meant <laughs> to be funny or whether they weren't. Um, yeah. And so we are going to talk about this today. I mean, Lindsay, what you came up with this idea. So what what kind of what sparked your interest in talking? Yeah, about I don't know. I don't know. That's a good question. I was riding in the car somewhere and I remember thinking <laughs> about it. I must have heard one of the quotes somewhere and I started to think it's so important that we know these quotes when it comes to making this everyday conversation because Americans will go and throw out these quotes as the core of a joke or of a comment and we have to know them and be able to understand what the heck they're talking about so that's where it came from Right, right, right. Exactly. Yeah. So guys, we're going to share um, some quotes with you. They're very famous. Uh, <laughs> and they might be a little bit funny. Um, and so uh, we can do follow ups on other kinds of quotes, but we're kind of sticking with the more lighthearted, uh, funny quotes today. Um, and guys, yeah, like Lindsay said, you're going to hear these in cultural references. These are important to know. They're important to know they can help you um, with understanding humor because of references. They can mm-hmm. help you understand the news and they can give you a way to learn about history to give you a broader knowledge on the topic. And before we get into it, I mean, I feel, you know, we're talking about how sometimes you just have to laugh about it. One of the best places to laugh about politics is on Saturday Night Live, (laughs) Lindsay, right? Oh my gosh, Michelle, thank goodness for SNL this year. Actually, in the last four years, thank goodness for SNL. Ever since Trump got elected, you know, um, who is it? Alec Baldwin has been playing Trump and he does a fantastic job and it gives us this comic relief because we're all so stressed out. I speak for myself. I'm stressed uh, out about what's been happening politically over the last three or four years. And when I watch SNL, oh, it helps me really so much stress. <laughs> right, right, exactly. And sometimes they'll just like, they'll just put it all out on the table and like how ridiculous different things are. And they, I mean, through the years, I feel like SNL's best time is before an election um, oh, sure. because they, they just, they do all the debates and it's just something you th- you can really look forward to. And it is that, I like that, that comic relief that we all need. So guys, we definitely recommend SNL. And also guys, oh my gosh. So we're going to be talking about culture here, politics. Yep. Um, mm-hmm. You know, these are really important things to be able to discuss with native speakers, to be able to, to understand. And if you want to, you know, work on these political topics um, or other history, uh, other history topics, other issues in the U.S., you have got to get in our Connected Communicator course because Lindsay traveled all over the U.S. <laughs> and she I talked did. about, you know, she, she talked to real native speakers about things like gun control, um, politics, things like that. And mm-hmm. this is what you guys need. So to get that, go to allearsenglish.com con- slash connection, right, Lindsay? Absolutely, Michelle. Guys, go ahead over there. If you want to learn how to talk about things like this, that is the course to get into. I love it. I love it. All right. So let's go through these, Michelle. What is the first famous phrase (laughs) that came from a politician? This one is great. And this is actually the phrase that inspired this episode, just because it's so kind of important to know, in a sense, if you're in this this political and cultural conversation. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Well, why don't you share it with us since this was the inspiration? All right. So it is binders of women. Now, this was said by Mitt Romney in Mm -hmm. 2012 in a debate Mm 
mm-hmm. where he meant to say that he had resumes of women in his database of people that he was looking to interview. But the way that it came out, he was trying to say that he was kind of an equal opportunity yeah. employer, like his campaign and the people who may be in his cabinet, right, if he won, would end up being male and female. But it ended up really sounding ridiculous. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right, right, right. It just sounded funny. That's what, you know, it just didn't come out the way that he wanted to because a binder, you know, to hold paper, like it just sounded fun, <laughs> like binders of women, like that the women are actually in the binders. I feel like there were Halloween costumes or different cartoons oh, of like actual yes. women in binders. Doesn't that sound familiar? That sounds familiar. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, yep. binders of women. It is the most, it, it's, it, I don't know, throughout history, it's gotten even worse in the way it's aged, this phrase. Right. So it just sounds ridiculous. It it's does. funny. It's it so does. funny. It definitely yeah. does. <laughs> um, the next one is It's the Economy, Stupid, which mm-hmm. it wasn't, it's not like necessarily a uh, haha laughing at this person for saying it. It was more that they were, you know, kind of using this very direct language um, yeah. about this topic. So this was James Carville. Um, and he was, uh, we said, a strategist, right, in Clinton's campaign. Yeah, campaign manager for Bill Clinton. And this is still quoted now sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes when no, I have conversations, is. I will say this as a quote, right? Or just right. play around with it, throw it in, maybe change it up a little bit. But people know that I'm referencing the Bill Clinton campaign. And right. the what was the idea here that he was going for with this phrase? I mean, what does it mean for a political candidate, Michelle? Well, it's basically that, you know, the, at the end of the day, the most important thing for voters is the economy. People want to be able to make a living, to have money, right? So he was being yep. very direct and saying that this is what we need to focus on. And you yeah. definitely hear this, you know, that I mean, and yeah, I think earlier, Lindsay, you said something like people vote with their wallet. And I think that that mm-hmm. was a good way to put it. Yeah, I mean, we can have our culture wars and vote on different issues, abortion rights. These are things that people get very fired up on in the U.S. But in the end, one political theory that I think is probably true is that people vote based on on the economy, on their wallet, on how they personally are doing issues of taxation and do they have a job or unemployment? That kind of thing is what people look for. Yeah. In a candidate. Yeah, definitely. Today, we are digging into culture, and the culture is what you need to be able to participate in funny jokes and connect in English. You get all of this in our fluency course. Go to allearsenglish.com forward slash connection. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car, like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive. You can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. All right, let's do the next one. (laughs) 
So this <laughs> oh God, one, I'm going to give this one to you, Michelle. Go for it. <laughs> so this is really funny because I actually, I was telling Lindsay that I actually thought that this was a real quote. And I forgot that this wasn't a quote from this person. So this is, I can see Russia from my house. So this is Sarah Palin. She was running for vice president with John McCain. Mm-hmm. And uh, so this was in 2008. And what happened was she had an interview on TV and she said some things that were <laughs> not not very smart by uh, talking about like security. Oh, yeah. And she was saying because so she's in Alaska and she was saying mm-hmm. that, you know, she was using living near Russia as an example to talk about why she's qualified um, for this position and talking about security. And so what happened was, and this gets back to Saturday Night Live, is on Saturday Night Live, they made so much fun of her. And it was Tina Fey. And she made the quote was, I can see Russia from my house. And it was so funny. But it was so memorable. But that when I, you know, I mean, this is a long (laughs) time ago. So when I was thinking of things for this, one of the first things that came up was, I can see Russia from my house. And when I looked it up, I'm like, oh my gosh, that's not even what she said. That was the joke. But that became so well known. I have a feeling a lot of people kind of think that that's what she actually said. Yeah. I mean, that speaks to how powerful SNL is, Yeah, right? right. As, as kind of a, a way of cultural like medium as a way to uh, kind of re refabricate what's been said politically and kind of send it to the culture. That's interesting. I love that. Right, right, right. I love it. So, okay. <laughs> Where would we be if we didn't talk about uh, George oh. Bush? I mean, he has some great ones. I feel like he had quite a few really good ones. But one of them is, um, here it is, guys. Rarely is the question asked, is our children learning? Okay. (laughs) So I didn't even remember him saying this, but I looked into it. And yeah, apparently he said it on January 11th, 2000. Um, Yeah. Mm -hmm, Do you remember this? Kind of. I mean, it sounds very familiar. And I do know that he did a lot of work on the No Child Left Behind yeah, Act. That right. was his whole and it was very controversial of whether it was good or bad for kids, depending on, you know, the kids. But yeah, so this makes sense that this was something he said. So what's wrong with this, Michelle? Why is it ridiculous? Well, I bet that our <laughs> listeners can point it out it is it should be our our children learning. <laughs> so he made, he made a lot he of made mistakes. Quite a few weird grant like he made up another I can't I don't know what it is. You guys will have to look it up now. That'll be your homework from today episode look up other weird grammatical mistakes that george bush made in his speeches there are a few of them right 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 <laughs> definitely oh my goodness so yeah pretty pretty funny ones too mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then his father mm-hmm. george hw bush back in 88 he said read my lips no new taxes mm-hmm. so i i feel like the important thing to take away today guys is that you will hear people grab this phrase like read my lips yeah. and and twist it around use it in different ways but you need to know what they're referring to right okay they're right. making a joke in a sense right 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 exactly exactly um so yeah read my lips it's a ba- it's like you say that before i mean we could do a whole episode about this but um yeah. you say that when you're trying to emphasize that somebody really needs to pay attention and believe what you're saying Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I like here how we're going sequentially backwards, <laughs> Michelle, in our, you know, our order of presidents. We have Clinton, we have Bush, H.W. Bush, and then we're getting back to Reagan. Okay, yes. I like it. I like it. We missed Obama. He didn't say anything ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> I know. That's the funny thing is I feel like I actually feel like the SNL years when Obama was president weren't as Boring. funny <laughs> because because he just wasn't like you couldn't make fun of him. Uh, you couldn't make fun of cool him dude. that way. 
cool dude. I yeah. mean, yeah, that's true. SNL ratings these days must be off the charts. Yeah. Ratings so. and, and commercials and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I miss Obama. Oh, we do. Anyways, okay, what did Reagan say? This so I found back. so I found this quote. Actually, I was asking my parents a little bit about if there were any ones that they remembered. So this was one that my dad found. He said, okay. I will not make age an issue of this campaign. I am not going to exploit for political purposes my opponent's youth and inexperience. <laughs> oh my god, so, Reagan was so smart. He was yeah, so smart. So that was in 1984. <laughs> he was debating against Walter Mondale and he was 73. So someone asked him about his age apparently and that's what, what his answer was. So I mean, we have a lot of this going on now, you know, with people talking about, you know, Joe Biden and Trump and their age and, you know, when like Pete Buttigieg, for example, was running and being young. And, you know, mm. people ask and worry about the older people. Um, and but what he said was, no, like, I, I'm not going to exploit my opponent's, opponent's youth it. and inexperience. So he was kind of flipping it. So smart. I mean, yeah. that's kind of it makes sense. I mean, Jimmy Carter was a man with like a deep heart. And he had a lot of empathy, but he didn't necessarily present well, or he wasn't really a marketing mind, right? And so Reagan came in and defeated him because he was smart about these things about way the way he presented himself, you know, flipping things around like this. I mean, that's why you know he was able to to win the presidency yeah definitely definitely um so yeah there are so many things like this i mean even clinton i'm not going to get into it but uh <laughs> certainly things he said around the monica Lewinsky scandal oh yeah became became very uh famous but guys these are really great ways to talk about politics. I mean, you can use these quotes uh, to relate to other periods in history. Um, oh, you can sure. also share quotes of politicians you know of. People enjoy learning about other countries and their politics. Mm. Um, so it's a good conversation starter and definitely important to like kind of get used to hearing these references because political references are huge. Yeah, for sure. I mean, do we want to give our listeners any kind of phrases or should we leave it at that in terms of the structure? What do you think, Michelle? Let's give a couple quick phrases. So the first one okay. you could say something like, I remember once blank said, right? So I could say mm -hmm. something like, I remember once George Bush said, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Or it was a huge news story when blank discussed blank. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> is there another one, Michelle? One more? One more. We'll do one more. So this <clears throat> okay. politician is known for blank once he or she said. So I could yeah. say something like, oh, um, Sarah Palin is a, uh, uh, is a politician known for uh, making comments <laughs> yeah. about Russia once she said blah, 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 right? Yeah, mm -hmm, exactly. And guys, I think this would be these phrases, these templates would be a good way for you to get started on this topic. But most of the time, you're not going to hear it in this way. You're going to hear it more in the way we talked about earlier, right? Someone will grab that quote to apply to what they're talking about, right? right? Like right. maybe you're talking with your parent, your parents-in-law or your in-laws about about, uh, buying a house you may throw in this joke ah, it's the economy stupid right, right? we're right. not gonna buy a house right now okay and and everyone knows that you're referring to that event that cl the, the thing that clinton said or the the phrase for clinton's campaign so that's the point that's where you're gonna see it all right definitely definitely yeah it'd be cool, cool to do a follow-up on like even on these quotes like how could you potentially use these quotes in a in a joking way so yeah uh, maybe we'll get to that at some point mm -hmm. but yeah this has been so much fun and guys we do want to remind you to get into that connected communicator course because again here is where you're going to learn about culture, history, mm -hmm. issues in the U.S., um, mm -hmm. and, you know, get to travel with Lindsay on that huge road trip. So, again, go to allearsenglish.com slash connection.
Definitely go over there and check it out, guys. It's an online course that takes you all over the United States. So, Michelle, what is the takeaway today? What should we leave our listeners with? Great topic today. (laughs) Okay, awesome. Well, um, guys, you know, you have studied English, but you haven't learned it, right? And part of learning English is learning about this cultural stuff, for lack of a better Mm -hmm. word right now, right? So to really learn it is to learn the background is to learn yes. cultural references, politics, right? This is important. Po- sometimes politicians say really great things and sometimes they're humorous, whether they mean to be or not. So learning about these things will help you improve your English, understand culture. Um, you know, another good thing would be to try watching some political TV shows yeah, because um, then you can learn about it indirectly as well. Absolutely. And then I was, I'm I'm trying to find the name of this podcast, but this summer I discovered a podcast that goes through the lives of all the presidents in the US. That would Mm. be another angle to come at this topic, guys, that could be really interesting for you to deep dive into American history. Um, So go to the, you know, the Apple podcast store or wherever you listen and just type in presidents. You may find it there. I'll try to find the link and put it in the blog, guys. Okay. Very cool. Awesome. This has been fun, Lindsay. Great idea for a topic. Yeah, great stuff, Michelle. Thanks for hanging out. Talk to you soon. Thanks. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to All Ears English. If you are taking IELTS this year, get your estimated band score with our two-minute quiz. Go to allearsenglish.com slash my score. And if you believe in connection, not perfection, then hit subscribe now to make sure you don't miss anything. See you next time. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply.